Welcome to Otaku Brothers, your friendly neighborhood gaming podcast featuring Rusty, R.E. Lewis 2011, and Ryan. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 80 of Otaku Brothers. My name is Rusty, and today on Saturday, May 23rd is Memorial Day weekend. I am joined by my forever co-host and brother-in-law, in person. Ryan, how we doing? Great. Yeah, I'm actually looking at you this time as opposed to just a wall or the emptiness that is my abode. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little empty over there, which is uh, why we're over here this time in my humble abode, because we figured that... Lauren and I have so much crap around our apartment, it might help the echoiness that I was hearing in post. And the listeners were probably hearing, but they're too kind to let us know that uh, Ryan's, does, it's, it's a little spacious over there. Yeah, I mean, behind you, you have like a, a bunch of paper towels that you've been hoarding from the original scare of the pandemic. I'm not hoarding. There's like three, which is hoarding. And then you got some pictures and then a cage. Yeah, we got a dog cage. There's just a lot more stuff in our apartment. Yeah. Uh, so we figured that it would it would help with the echoiness. We hope it does. Let us know in the Discord. But um, yeah, we just wanted a clean audio episode for all of you. And yeah, we are back after a week. We did not take an extended break like we did from our last episode. And hopefully we're back on a normal schedule. I think this week Ryan and I still have a relatively chill, laxed, not a large agenda for this episode. And then next week, Ryan is taking the reins. He has been very excited to prepare for this episode. And it's actually a topic that Young Nostalgia, our friends over there, Nolan, uh, friend of the show, he's also Skip Steady on the Discord. He and Ben, his co-host, recorded an episode talking about conspiracy theories. Yeah, And it's a topic very close and dear to our hearts. We are very big supporters of... The moon landing never happened. Bush did 9-11. The sun isn't real. <laughs> we live on a flat planet. You know. Yeah, we're really just in a TV show. You take know, your pick. You can just sail out and escape to the ocean. I mean, someone's literally, we are in The Sims right now. Someone's just yeah. clicking a computer. and. I mean, I'm just a brain in a vat. <laughs> <laughs> we're all yeah. going to die from the heat death eventually. Who cares exactly. what we do? Mm. Don't social distance. Get COVID. The world is a lie. We're being controlled by 5G. All the above. So find out next week. Get your tinfoil hats off, guys. (laughs) (laughs) You're being controlled, you sheeple. Mm. Mm. (sighs) We should start a cult. I'm game. Okay. What are we calling it? Otaku cult. (laughs) Like very, very open about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We get tax exemptions. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. But yeah, next week. No Kool-Aid. Yeah. Well, next week we'll be back with a conspiracy episode theory. I have a few of my own, but Ryan has been doing a lot of the legwork and research for that one. And as we always tout on Utaka Brothers, this is an educational program, and we'll be in full force, you know, with all the education next week. Yeah, because everything we say next week is going to be completely fact. Absolutely. Very objective. <laughs> we believe all of it. All true. Yeah. Yeah, but in all seriousness, no. Bush we, did 9-11. We don't believe in all of that craziness, yeah. but it's fun to talk about. It definitely makes for fun conversation, and hopefully it'll make for more fun conversation in the Discord. A lot of activity in there this week, which I really appreciate. We've got some new uh, followers in there talking about a lot of good stuff, which we will actually be getting to here 
in a very short order. But Ryan, how's your week been going? It's going well. Yeah. Um, second week in or second week back to work, which is it's picking up a l- really fast. Um, besides that, same old. Um, it's just been rainy. Yeah, it's been a for very like the entire week dreary week here in the great state of Ohio, God's country. Um, yeah, it's been pretty pretty much raining every day. I think in Michigan there was some crazy flooding. Yeah, two dams broke, so Central Michigan is uh, underwater right now. Which mm-hmm. hopefully they're doing all right. Yeah, well, uh, hopefully their football program doesn't start back up again, and um, you know the yeah. Ohio State Buckeyes don't have to play them at the end of the year. Yeah, just but, automatic um, win because you guys are they're swimmers now opposed <laughs> to like football players. Yeah. Um, well, good, and I'm sure we'll be talking about your Dark Souls achievements here whoa whoa i met up with zach this week so oh wow okay so we got some new games to talk about uh yeah so for me i think very much the same we didn't walk scooby as much we couldn't get out and get the vitamin d because it was raining and very we got a lot of d yesterday though we did yeah for like the half an hour that we were out there getting d it was good times yeah so i um last weekend after we finished recording actually it was beautiful outside the sun was shining it was a nice like 65 degrees it wasn't too hot wasn't too cold and I was just like, we need to go to Walmart and get a football yeah. because growing up, it was one of my favorite things to do with my buddies. I remember like the, the, the first time in March when it was like north of like 45 degrees, we'd rush to the nearest field and play a pickup game of football. And same thing in the summertime. That's what we always did. I remember when we go and watch my high school play football, like those games on Friday nights, we'd go behind the... Um, the stadium at night and because we'd be able to have the light of the the stadium kind of shining on this backfield like the practice field where the football players practice during the summer and uh, we would just have pickup games of football and it was lots of good times and I remember passing the ball with my dad all the time in the summer so I wanted to get a football to kind of relive some of those memories reminisce have some good times my dad actually came over uh, last Sunday and we passed the football for a good hour which was good times and uh, yesterday Finally, the nicest day of the week because it was raining. Yeah. I texted you at around like, I don't know, one o'clock because my boss told me, he pinged me on Skype and was like, Rusty, get offline and go have fun and enjoy your life. Yeah, very similar. I'm sure I, you I had meetings from one to like 4.30. Yeah, I'm sure you can relate. <laughs> it was great. And I texted you and I said, hey man, we got to get the football, you know, passing going and why don't you come over here and we can chill Scooby for a bit and then go over to the field. That's kind of central to our apartment complex. And... uh you were very over the moon about that because you've never thrown a football well, I, no, before. No, I was more anxious. Like I was more. I had meetings, talking with my boss about some important stuff, calling Mexico, talking to just people I didn't want to talk to, and then I was more nervous about throwing a football because I think that was like the second time I've ever thrown a football in like my twenty-seven years of existence. Yeah, which I'm like, I wasn't a quarterback in high school i think the i played in eighth and seventh grade okay. on like a middle school team um but i mean in middle school i was like 180 pounds mm-hmm. so i was a lineman i didn't get to handle balls mm. on a normal basis okay. i think i played center for like one game and that was the most times i've touched pig skin <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> besides actual pigs and their skin mm-hmm. so when they were living um so yeah like i didn't I'm not the worst. Like, I wasn't terrible. It was just, like, I overthink things. Like, like all things in life, Ryan, you're mediocre. That's all I wanted. Yeah. Like, it's all you I can hear that for. every day. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was good. Um, it was a lot of fun. 
my face was like burning up at though. Like <laughs> afterwards, I'm like, I f- am I getting a tan already? Well, so Just I, like, I didn't think I was, but I was wearing a cutoff shirt on like last Sunday when my dad and I were throwing the ball. And the next day I woke up, my, my right and left arms were just on fire. And I walked into the bathroom and they were just like tomato red. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, I just get in the sun, man. Getting out of our cave. Of well, as Bill Murray said, you know, in the Oscar nominated film Space Jam, I'm not white, Ryan. I'm clear, actually. <laughs> You're like Larry Bird. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm a pretty white dude. But, yeah. It was good times. We had fun. You could throw a spiral well. Yeah. I mean, like. 60% of the time when it wasn't at your legs. <laughs> yeah. That's but we true. tried kicking it a few times, which like that did not work nearly out ended well. in the car. Yeah. So we stopped that. Yeah. But uh but, but yeah, we're no. not here to talk about sports. We're not we're- <laughs> <laughs> jock shit. Yeah. Maybe next time. But yeah. um Otaka Brothers like sports unloaded. Yeah. We'll make sure Ryan's the news anchor for that one. Yeah. Starting next I could be week. that one guy who just yells on ESPN. I hate freaking sports suck. <laughs> Stephen <laughs> A. Smith, this one's for you, no, buddy. I don't know how he's getting paid like millions of dollars a it's year. A, to just it's yell a persona. About I mean, uh, he's, it, it's Clueless. Stephen A. Smith, you know, yeah. he's just, I don't know. I like sports. All right, video. <laughs> That's our minute and a half news segment on sports. Um, this sport has a ball in it. Yeah, go team. But uh, moving on. Anyways, yeah, yeah. So last week, I think I had briefly talked about my video game burnout and not really knowing what to play. I didn't really know what I was in the mood for, especially after I put so much time into Final Fantasy 15 and a, a number of other games. And so over the past week, I was kind of, um, especially earlier in the week, I was so adamant about finding something as opposed to just like relaxing and not playing video games. Yeah. I felt like, I don't know, maybe this is just me, but I feel like I get caught up in this cycle, especially when I'm playing on the PlayStation 4 or even the Xbox for that matter, where once you get that tick notification in the bot, uh, top left or right corner, uh, I think the bottom middle of the screen for Xbox users, at least that's how it was in the 360, but you get that achievement notification or that trophy. And it's just like, it just really gets you going. The juice is flowing and you feel like you need to continue to do that to be satisfied playing video games. To validate your existence. Yeah. And for me, it's it's a legitimate problem because I feel like I can't enjoy the game I'm playing because I need to be unlocking trophies. That's the progression. It's not pushing the story forward, like if I were to play The Last of Us again, I wouldn't get trophies. I would just experience one of the greatest stories in video games, in my opinion. Yeah. It, I, if I want to replay Last of Us, that shouldn't be a problem. I should just do that without needing and requiring to be validated in, in, in that affirmation of, hey, you achieved this. So which one's worse? Likes on like Instagram or Facebook or achievements on PS4? That's an outstanding actual actually like uh, comparison. Because they release the same chemicals inside of you. They do. And mm. yeah, I don't really know. I, I don't think I intentionally post stuff on social media for that affirmation. I mean, all the like bikini pics on your deck laying down with a margarita. Well, that's saying, my... summer's still here, minus quarantine. That's my burner account, Otaku okay. Hood, Rusty, you know, <laughs> yeah. poses. Uncensored. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely don't intentionally do it on social media, whereas video games, I can admit, I very intentionally seek out trophies. Yeah. Uh, so I reached out to all of my Twitter followers... And I got some just really outstanding advice and suggestions 
And similarly, I posted a, I brought back the weekly polling question on the Discord, Mm -hmm. asking and posing the very same question of how do you handle video game burnout? And I'm proud to say we got a lot of feedback, both uh, vote-wise and people commenting. So I figured I'd kind of talk through both the Twitter responses and the Discord feedback. But uh, before I get into that, what I ended up kind of uh, doing this week was watching a lot of comfort food movies, which for me is typically Disney movies. Okay. So I went back and watched uh, Toy Story 1, which is always a crowd favorite for me. How does that hold up? I mean, it's a classic, but like, oh my gosh, the animation in that movie was so ahead of its time. Yeah, it's just brilliant. Obviously, the voice cast, the I mean, Tim Allen and Tom Hanks, you can't get a better dynamic duo in animation. I mean, they're just so perfect as uh, Buzz and Woody. Really, all the side characters, and it's just such a brilliant film. Uh, So that I watched. Hercules, which is another one of my top ten Disney movies. Did I read that they actually started, or they uh, it's confirmed a live action? Or is rumors that have been going rumor? around for years for that. I I remember reading a couple years back that Chris Pratt was going to be playing Hercules, which I wasn't over the moon about because yeah, I'm burnout on Chris. I'm Pratt. So burnout. I mean, we just have gotten way too much of him over the past few years. I love him. I think he's great. I mean, he was amazing uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. he was really great in Parks and Rec that I've recently started watching with Lauren. And the number of roles that he's gotten since he's risen to fame, Jurassic he's, World. He's uh, married to a Schwarzenegger. He is, yeah. He um, after getting divorced from uh, girl from Scary Movie, Scary one Movies. And two, yeah, like I forget three. what her name is. Uh, but they have a son together. But yeah, no, I, I just I'm a little burnt out on Chris Pratt. However, I think if you look at the original animated classic in Chris Pratt, I think he could fill in that role pretty well. Yeah. However, I would like for someone different. I don't. I don't know who that would be. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I like think the Rock. No, he played Hercules. And I know. It was really, <laughs> it was really rough. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, so I watched. He's too that. like Hawaiian. Like uh, Hercules is more like Greek, right? So yeah. Uh, um, and plus, like he was already the Moana guy. Yeah. And he is the Moana guy. Oh, for sure. You know, and so yeah. there's there's no... I mean, he's already a demigod, so like, <laughs> yeah. so like yeah. just hopped in there pretty easily. Um, but yeah, watched the original, or the first Frozen movie, More Fresh Prince, a lot of comfort food television and movies this week, and then eventually, I think it was Wednesday night, I was like, I just really got the itch to start playing Madden. I'm a huge Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I've been watching James Conner, our running back, and Juju Smith-Schuster, our star wide receiver. Just a lot of their workout videos on Instagram. Which just get me hyped for the football season. Dude, I need to get a Juju jersey. Juju jersey. You do? Yeah. You like Juju? Oh, dude, he's like a nerd football player. Yeah, he's the best. And he's a Steelers, so I'm like, I'm not going to be booed out of your circle. And any Steelers fan, um, and really anyone, because I think it's more so not so, I don't know, it's both Steelers fans and the media uh, sports media, that is. We're saying that Juju's kind of a fluke. He's not good. He can't live in Antonio Brown's shoes. I'll tell you what. That kid has been practicing his butt off in the offseason, working with a crazy-ass trainer six days a week, two times a day. The guy looks jacked. I think he's ready. I can't wait to see what he does and what hopefully becomes a NFL season here in the fall. I don't know if it's actually going to happen. but Yeah, hopefully. Uh, Anyways, yeah, playing a lot of Madden this week, which was really good times. Not really focusing on trophies, but actually still unlocking a few, which was fun. You're just too good. I can't help myself, man. (laughs) I can't be stopped. I had to toot my own horn, but cut lots of trophies. Yeah. (laughs) 
And then uh, late last night, I actually, I was playing uh, Hot Shots Tennis, which okay. was a PS2 classic that I downloaded on the PS4 a couple of years ago. And if you've listened to the podcast for any amount of time, you'll know I'm a huge fan of the Hot Shots golf games, PS2, PSP, Vita, and everybody's golf on the PS4. I'm just a huge fan of that series. It's just, it's basically the PlayStation equivalent of Mario Golf. So if you have been really wanting to play a new Mario Golf game, I would really encourage you if you have a PS4, Vita, specifically PS4, give everybody's golf a try. That game is fantastic. You get to create your own character and you get to run around uh, the course riding a golf cart. It's just really good times. So I was playing Mario Tennis last night and it's structurally very much the same as the Hot Shots golf games where you kind of rise in rank in terms of you're a beginner, amateur, semi-pro, pro, and on each of those levels, you have to complete a number of um, tennis matches. Okay. And you unlock new characters, new umpires, new uh, tennis courts, and things of that nature. What is your ranking now? Uh, pro. Oh, but, cool. but I don't think that's the, the highest you can go. Grandmaster be Wimbledon. <laughs> yeah. It might be something like that because it's uh, I've only gone four levels at this point, and I think it goes higher than that. But that's just been a fun, mindless uh, sports game. Cool. So... But yeah, I guess before we get into the Discord, Ryan, you want to enlighten the listeners on your Dark Souls 3 Platinum journey? Yeah, yeah. so I um, I have two trophies left. I think that was the same as last week. Actually, I think I had three last week. So I got the um, All Miracles, um, which was good. I'm happy about that, obviously. Um, and then this week, I was working on Pyro, so I had to get a bunch of like vertebrae shackles. Mm-hmm. For getting to the third level of Covenant to get my final uh, pyromancy. Okay. Um, so I have that. I did it on a different account, so I need to figure out how we password protect, trade those items to the other account. Yeah. Um, that should take like 15 minutes. And then I have that trophy, and then all I have is uh, Lord of the Rings. So just getting all the rings in the game. Is that literally the name of the trophy? No, that's what my character's name is. I just named him Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know what's actually just all rings or some bullshit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> naming convention. Yeah. Um, so I have seventy out of a hundred and seven, but it's I'm pro like I'm trying to power level that character because I'm gonna have to go through new game and then new ga- or new game plus and then new game plus two and then beat unnamed king. Nameless. Nameless. Yeah. But king. you beat him once already. Yeah. So I want to beat him again on that character because I beat him on a, the other character oh, okay. for the miracle. Sure. Um, so just so I'm getting more practice, and then I'll try to beat them in New Game Plus One, and then go New Game Plus Two. But nice. like to get the Miracle Trophy because the guide I watched missed something, I had to go through all of New Game Plus. Um, and with the bl- like bleed build that I was using, wasn't bad. Okay. Um, I didn't get touched on a few bosses, which is nice. Good stuff. But- well, perhaps more exciting, friend of the show, yes. Zach Archer of the Tarkaron Podcast, or Tarkaron Show, he, he always gives me crap about calling it the Tarkaron Podcast. We're renaming your show. We are, yeah, <laughs> reinventing your show for marketing purposes, the Tarkaron yeah. Podcast. You played a game with him this week. Yeah, so last, I think, weekend, maybe Saturday night, I I was getting kind of burnt out on everything Dark Souls. So I switched over to Smash, and I'm like, oh, cool. Like, I have online. I don't know my password, so I'm going to have online forever to get into our, like, family plan. Oh, yeah. Um, so whatever. And then, um, so I was playing online, and I ended up, like, Dark Souls, 
could be seen as an like enraging game. Like you can get angry at some of these bosses. I want to pull up our text chat history. I have never been so fucking angry. Like, oh my gosh! Like, I like smashed my like eighty dollar controller. <laughs> I was. Did you really? Yeah. Like I was hitting it against shit and just screaming fuck and like. It was three in the morning, and I'm just raging. So let me. Um, <laughs> it's probably just incoherent nonsense. Yeah, I'm just so angry. This was at twelve o'clock in the morning. Uh, let's see here, because you had asked for Zach's friend code because he was online at this time. Yeah. So I reached out to Zach and I sent it back to you. You guys hooked up. Yeah, I ended up just messaging him on Discord. Um, and I just said uh, he said. So this is the conversation between Ryan and I. This is me talking first. He just told me he already has your friend code, so why am I the in-between here? You guys already have each other's friend codes. Yeah. Looks like you guys are all set to smash. You said, nice, dude, fuck lag. <laughs> and I said, did he beat you? No, I'm getting fucked by randoms. <laughs> or randos, as Ryan calls yeah. them. Well, that's like in college when people like hook up with randos. Yeah. It's like the terminology. So I was just getting boned by some randos. He says, I thought I was okay. I suck. I am more pissed than any Dark Souls boss I've ever played. I said, dude, Smash Bros. people are for real. If you want to get good, it's drop all other games in your life commitment. Just need to think about and weigh the cost of how much you care and how much it means to you. Zach has over 500 hours into that game to get where he is. I'd vote for a different game or maybe Tron Painting. Yeah, I'm like 85, now 90. Or just continue to focus the Platinum Dark Souls 3 run. Smash Bros. is a whole new realm, but it's up to you, bro. Ryan, clearly one ear, in one ear and out the other. Dude, fuck. I'm almost destroyed. I almost destroyed a pro controller tonight. I'm better at Dark Souls than this shit. I said, yeah, don't surrender yourself to that life. The people you're playing have probably been playing nonstop for two years. Yeah. Don't ruin your enjoyment of Smash Night to those who only play that game. Ryan's response, dude, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was so angry. And then I'm just like rage quitting. At this point, it's one o'clock in the morning. I just said, get some sleep. And then Ryan says, I'm, I'm fucking and getting fucked by fucking Mario. <laughs> and, then, and, then you, and then you send me a separate text. Three minutes later, fuck. <laughs> Dude, I've never been so angry in my so life. So I sent you the let it go, let it go, Elsa gif. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it, that was uh, yeah. an interesting text You're exchange. You're just like, what's going on over there? Like, watch I, like, your uh, watch your Ryan laugh in that mic there because oh, that was pretty off the charts noise levels. No, I um, oh my gosh, like I was playing these people, but it was like it was fun because like I go against these people and they they just wreck me, and then mm-hmm. like I get a couple kills and I get a win, and we've like played a few matches, and then yeah, I it it was not not good, and then I just. The thing is, like, I get ballsy off the edge, and yeah. like Zach saw it too, and like was like, "Dude, you're you're gonna die off this far." But um, <laughs> but then I like SD because I was trying to like down hit, but I end up like jettisoned myself to death. Yeah. Oh, it was, yeah. So we ended up playing for like two and a half hours. Oh, nice. Which is a lot of fun. Were um, you guys talking on Discord or? Yeah, we just called through Discord, and then um, we played some like extra bombs at the end which is a lot of fun too zach's a good guy he's um he has such a dry sense of humor yeah he's really fun to talk to i mean we had him on the podcast but um 
I mean, I've known him for so many years, and he's just a great person to talk to. So I can only imagine mic'd up with him playing Smash. That's probably good times. Yeah, it was a lot of, like, you suck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think I got, in total, like, 65 KOs, and he had, like, 140, 50. Yeah. (laughs) So... Well, he's also got you by like over 400 hours right now. Yeah, I'll get there eventually. Yeah. I'm I'm probably going to take a break after we get the Dark Souls trophy this weekend mm-hmm. and kind of transition into a new game because Lord of the Rings is going to be like a journey over this Three entire movies, year. Yeah, 12, yeah, 12 <laughs> yeah. hour extended editions. I mean, I'm going to call myself Frodo for a while. <laughs> change my name at work. <laughs> really get into character. Yeah. So Good stuff. So just Smash and Dark Souls this week then? Yep. Cool. Well, uh, before we get into the video game burnout section, I actually do want to quickly highlight something that Logan, friend of the show, shared on the Discord this week. Actually, it was yesterday. He said, I just got a PS4 preparing for Last of Us Part 2. Oh, nice. And uh, obviously, I was very over the moon about that. And I asked him if he had played the first one, and he did play the first game on PS3. Right now, he's just trying to figure out a list of games to get for his PS4 now. And I figured maybe, well, I'm thinking you and I could rattle off, like, what are your, I want to say three, but maybe we say five. No, let's say three games each on PS4, no repeat. So if I say a game, you can't say the same game. Number one is Bloodborne. Okay. Like, by far. So if you haven't played a Dark Souls game before, uh, Logan... I think this is actually one of the best places to start. I mean, this that's or, where I started. This or Dark Souls 3, I think, is probably the best. Mm-hmm. Um, Dark Souls 1, having played 3, 1, and 2 in the same week, 1 is, and even 2, is just very clunky, robotic in terms of character movement. Yeah. 3 and Bloodborne are much more streamlined, much quicker. I think Bloodborne's a great starting point. So I think that's numero uno for Ryan's recommendation. I'll say Spider-Man. I mean, the more I think about that game, the more I play that game, the more it's it's creeping in my top 10. Well, it's already in my top 10 modern games, but it's probably yeah. going to continue to creep up in the uh, top 10 games of like the decade. It's so good. It satisfies every childhood dream of becoming Spider-Man, just really wanting to be that character flying through the streets of New York it's so, so good. And on top of that, it's a great story. Yeah. By Insomniac, the developers of Ratchet and Clank and Ryan's favorite Resistance series. Uh, so, yeah, I think Spider Man is probably my number one recommendation. What's your two? I'd probably say Horizon. Okay. Um, it's just a, another, I mean, like, Bloodborne's a great world, um, great architecture, great style, and, like, lore. And then Horizons, another similar type thing. It's just open world with robot dinosaurs, and you're not sure where you are in time. Mm-hmm. They tell you, but you you see the restructuring of the world. Yeah. And then figuring out what the hell happened to the old world. It's really good. It's, it's-, it's a great story and great DLC, um, which you still have to play, but it's a, it's a lot of fun. Yep, I think that's a great recommendation. I think it's one uh, Logan would really like. And the next one, I'm going to kind of cheat and just say everything Uncharted. So the Nathan Drake collection you can get on PS4, absolutely worth playing through those games again. I think I'm going to make it an effort to do that almost every year just because for me, playing through those three games again is like watching the Harry Potter movies on a Saturday night. It's just 
such a great binge so just amazing characters and just a great story beginning to end uncharted 4 as well to cap off nathan drake's story and even not more so but right up there uh with some of my favorite uncharted games is lost legacy yeah he plays nadine and chloe and nintai he uh apparently followed my youtube channel back in the day so nintai if you're listening to this I would love for you to write into the show, otakubrotherspodcast at gmail.com. When did you start listening to the podcast? Or when did you start following my YouTube channel? It's always a fun question for me to ask. I know we asked Logan when he was on the show just because I felt like I was so under the radar. It's just, I'm curious to see at what point did some random person in the world find my YouTube channel. So let us know in the Discord or write into the show. But he recently played through Lost Legacy for the first time oh, and said, I think... I'd have to go back and read his ex- exact quote on the Discord, but he was saying he thinks that game is better than Uncharted 3, and maybe he even said 2, which I don't know about 2, but certainly 3. 3 is kind of just like too Michael Bay filmy. It's, there's just too many bombastic set-piece moments in that. Uh, it's a little too over the top for me, but uh, I think Lost Legacy is really up there the more and more I think about that game. So all of Uncharted, Nolan, Nolan, Logan... Check it out. It's just so good. And you probably played the at least first three on the um, PS3, but worth replaying. Yeah. I was actually thinking about going back to those mm-hmm. um, after we played Tomb Raider last night. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I guess my number three would be God of War 4. Nice. Um, I mean, you really could get all one through three would be a great place to start. if you. Have, I mean, you probably played those on PS3. And then four is just a great journey in a totally different set of gods and lore and a new um, kind of look at Kratos as a character and his development past the events of, I mean, the craziness of the first three. Yeah. It's a great journey and great development of characters. And it's not too, I mean, it's dealing with God, so it's kind of over the top to begin with, but it doesn't take itself too seriously. Mm-hmm though it does and it, it's just great yeah no and that's you haven't one, played that yet but i beat it in a weekend yeah like 30 hours straight of play and yeah, there, that's uh, there's one still I, a lot to do that's one i still need to play for sure uh my last recommendation is the, the games we've been recommending are pretty story intense pretty long adventures it's a game i already mentioned the show everybody's golf i don't know if you're a big fan of the sport but even if you're not I feel like people that aren't fans of golf still loved playing the Mario Golf games growing up because they were very, they made the sport very accessible to people who don't love the sport to begin with. Yeah. And everybody's golf does that to the nth degree as well. So that's just a fun pick up the game, play a couple golf rounds and put it back down. Highly recommend that as well. And you can get pretty much every game that Ryan and I have talked about here in the past few minutes for under $30. I don't think there's a game we've mentioned that, and that's the beauty of buying into the Xbox One, the really only the Xbox One and PS4. I feel like every Nintendo game, if anything, goes up in price yeah. from the $60 mark, which sucks. Well, game- it's because they've got a monopoly, and they know if you want that game, you're going to pay full price for it, like Mario Odyssey or Smash or that kind of stuff. Mario Sunshine goes for like $90 right now. It's stupid. Yeah. But anyways, I think it's a perfect time to buy into... A console you haven't owned for this generation, specifically the Xbox One and PS4, because you already have an entire library over the past five to six years of games that yeah. you can choose from. 
And pretty much everything, including the heavy hitters, are relatively inexpensive these days. Yeah. The last one I would say would be Monster Hunter World. You oh, can... that is an exclusive, isn't it? Is it? I, I think it's it's on PC. It's, okay. I think it's everything. It's not necessarily an exclusive, but it's such a great game. I think I put that on our last bracket as my favorite game that I've you did. played. The past decade, I think. Um, and... If you want to play, I'm always game to Monster Hunter, and maybe I could finally convince Rusty to three-person team if you join. <laughs> so, like, I've been trying since you got your fucking CPA yeah. to convince you to play that game with me. You don't want to. Dude, part of being certified is you can't play Monster Hunter, so unless I get my license revoked, I can't actually play the game. Oh, God. I forgot the fine print of the, <laughs> yeah, it's like a the, small the accounting little, board. Was small like, little, you know what? yeah. Asterisk there. Specifically Capcom games you can't play. Yep. Then that's why we couldn't share play Resident Evil 1. It's exactly why. Because I was a CPA. It's <laughs> embedded into yeah. my console. Yeah. Rusty certified now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I hope that is a nice list to kind of kickstart your your PS4 game library, Logan. I think uh, Nintai did it best. He actually provided a whole list of games and he pretty much included everything that Ryan and I suggested. So... Uh, you can't go wrong. Lots of great PS4 exclusive from both first party and third. So yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to hearing what you end up playing and definitely write in or just, you know, post in the discord as you continue to play some of these games, what your thoughts are. Very curious to hear. But Ryan, we also posted a question in the weekly poll. And as I scroll down here, did you see the picture I posted myself? I didn't. I've had trouble with discord this week. Bullshit. In my computer, really. What the heck, man? I do um, a lot give me a second. to get this podcast off the ground, and I just feel like you're not doing anything to help. <laughs> dude, you were Snapchatting me about, like, dude, we should get Joe Rogan mics. <laughs> and I'm like, the, uh, what's his face? Tony Hawk. Oh, I started watching that this morning. Did you? Yeah. I mean, I got like a half an hour in, and then you're like, hey, we've got to record. Come over. But Well, it's funny because Ryan last week asked, where the heck did, uh, where did skateboarding go? Like, whatever happened to that? And uh, I honestly didn't have a good answer for that. But coincidentally, Tony Hawk was on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast. I think podcast. it's because Joe Rogan was listening to us. Well, and, like, called Tony Hawk up. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's a fan. I didn't want to insinuate or, you know, to our own horn or anything. That's a great... That's the nerdiest freaking picture I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. Video game burnout. I'm sitting there with my ukulele t-shirt, my Kylo Ren's uh When did you get pants. Kylo Ren pants? Or Dude, like I know a guy. Phasma pants. All right. All right. I know a guy. But uh, anyways, I posed the question, how do you handle video game burnout? We got a number of responses. Not included, Ryan, co-host of this podcast. <sighs> yep. It, my app is, I didn't know there was, you could actually do it online. Mm-hmm. As he stretches and doesn't say that confidently. Uh, so anyways, we got eight votes. The, the choices, the potential choices were revisit and play a childhood favorite game, focus on another hobby, reading, exercising, catching up, ch- catching up on TV or movies, uh, force yourself to play a game or multiple games until they're fun again, or other, share on the Discord. So we got four votes for revisit and play a childhood favorite game, which I largely agree. And that's actually what I voted for because 
For me, as I've mentioned many times in the podcast, I'll typically go back, get out the N64, play some matches in Perfect Dark, play some Mario Party 2 with Lauren, start a new file in The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, some Shadows of the Empire, whatever it is, Dash Rendar's our man, right, Ryan? Oh, yeah. President of this podcast. I just love revisiting childhood favorites. The N64, PS1, and PS2 are great examples of that. Uh, So that was my vote. Uh, We got three votes for Focus on Another Hobby, one vote for sharing the Discord. Ryan, what would you vote if you were, you know, a good co-host? A participant? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I don't have the ability to really go back and play old stuff because I lent you my PS3, um, and you're keeping me from that option. Like a horrible (laughs) (laughs) brother-in-law. And then, like, my GameCube's at my parents' place. Um, So I would say generally... I mean, no one reads, so <laughs> definitely not reading. Um, it's generally exercising and watching like videos on YouTube. Okay. I mean, that generally sparks something inside of me. <laughs> uh, you, I mean, like it's usually like Dark Souls three PvP, and then or like challenge runs as like background, and then I end up just cleaning my apartment, like full out everything, mopping, which I rarely do. I'm just wiping down everything, which is the like least entertaining way to like solve. But like, no, I don't think so. I think for me, uh, doing the dishes and cleaning has a very therapeutic nature to it. For me, I don't know. Like, it like opens my mind to like what I want to do. And I look around, and I mean, like throughout the week, it gets. I mean, crumbs on the counter and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Or like, I cook salmon, and I'm just like airing out my house yesterday because i walked into just this freaking fog wall of (laughs) fish smell and like it was really good and like it just it lingers and like coats everything in fish smell Mm -hmm. um which is the one downside of salmon uh, or fish in general um so yeah usually cleaning um and just watching videos and just trying to like pick up learning new things and then through that i'm like who wants to learn <laughs> or like better themselves. So then I end up going back to like an RPG. Okay. Um, something just picking up loot. Um, and we, I mean, we picked up Diablo three cause I was just in an itch. I didn't, I mean, Dark Souls three is such a, it's a thing that I go back to so easily mm-hmm. because you pick up loot, but like something new. Um, I'm looking now at playing Neo two after this because it's, I mean, Diablo 3, I found it, we were easy. We were just whacking shit on, like, the hardest difficulty that we could play. And it didn't seem, like, any more challenging. It was just they had more health. It just took more wax. Yeah, we just got more XP and gold from it. Yeah. So, like, Neo 2 still has, like, you get a shit ton of loot in the Neo games. Um, Well, uh, old friend of mine, Ultimate Floyd, some people might recognize that username from the YouTube days. He, uh, he's playing Neo 2 right now. He's been talking about it on Twitter and he says it's the closest we'll ever get to a um, a Soulsborne game to really earn that keep. Yeah. I he, would, he hated Neo 1. Yeah, I started Neo 2, but I it was just not the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like God of War, something like that for you. But um, I, I think it is very close because I've seen gameplay of some of the bosses. Yeah. Um, there's a lot more loot. It's a really randomly kind of generate and you can kind of farm out stuff mm-hmm. which some people don't like because you get a lot of like common drops and um, very diablo-esque but i mean 
if I'm going to mentally prepare for a very different samurai slash ninja game with Ghost of Tsushima mm-hmm. eventually down the year, that's kind of where I'd want to go. Cool. But that's a long rant. Clean your houses, people. Yeah. Watch some TV, you know, maybe read <laughs> yeah. about video games or something. Books. Absolutely. Well, we have a few uh, responses in the Discord itself, and then I'll get down uh, to the Twitter responses as well. Irish Steeler, Dean, friend of the show, he said, voted focus on another hobby. He tries to learn a new song on guitar, listen to some audiobooks for a week. He takes a break completely for a week from gaming and focuses on these things, and he thinks it's great for gaming fatigue. Oh, I completely agree. Which, yeah, I'm a huge... Uh, Supporter of learning a new instrument. I would love when Lauren and I get a house to get a keyboard or just a piano. Oh, cool. um, I have a lot. Of, I actually have added a playlist on YouTube of songs I'd like to learn uh, on piano. So I was actually debating getting an acoustic guitar over um, quarantine. Um, but then I realized I have no means of getting a guitar <laughs> during quarantine. So Yeah. Because um, everything was closed. But That'd be good I just you. suck at freaking music. Like, I, I sang in a choir mm-hmm. back in high school because, one, it was an easy A, and then it, we got to goof off, and our teachers liked us because we were, like, the guys who volunteered for it, mm-hmm. and he was looking for basses. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, I I never... It's probably because I couldn't focus long enough to practice, and it's just that repetition. I um, think that'd be good for you because I think, as I've mentioned on the podcast, you're a bit of a spaz when we record. And so I think for you to have that very focused, intentional mindset of you do it when you paint. Obviously, yeah. you've proven that you can do that with some of your paintings, obviously. Like 750 hours of yeah, just sitting there. <laughs> exactly. And I think learning guitar would be, or any instrument for that matter, would be really good for you because you have to be disciplined. Otherwise, you're just, you're going to suck. I mean, everyone, I suck at music too because I never applied yeah, myself. Yeah, it's, I'm just discouraged because have you, Tim? Have you seen his Instagram of him playing guitar? No. Oh, it's ridiculous. Well, if I looked at Steve Vai or Joe Satriani and said, I'm never going to play the guitar because I'm not going to be as good as them, yeah. we wouldn't have half the musical artists we have today, Ryan. Yeah, I'm just, there's a large mountain I need to uh, contemplate climbing. Some of the best advice I've ever seen Dave Grohl do or, or say was during an interview um, when he was a kid. He uh, he looked at some of these people that were absolutely shredding guitar and yeah. piano, drums, whatever it was, and he was like, "I want to, I want to be that, and I'm going to apply myself." And he he used a lot more expletives when he yeah. was explaining it. There's a lot of f bombs dropped. Yeah. But um, but yeah, he saw these people on posters. And he's like, "That's going to be me someday." And obviously, he dropped out of high school and listened to Beatles records and replicated what they were, the sound he was hearing. And now he's uh the best person in rock music. But uh, we go on. Skip Skip Steady, Nolan, co-host of the Young Nostalgia Podcast. You can find them on all podcasting platforms. He says, I voted play a childhood game. I feel this has helped me a ton because you don't have that added feeling of, quote, I need to play this to the end to know what happens or I need to platinum this because you know the game so well already that you get the enjoyment out of it no matter how long you play or if you just stop in the middle of it. Long-winded answer, but childhood games always bring me back good feels. Nolan, we've said it once before, we'll say it every time. There's no email or response that's too long for the Otaku Brothers podcast. Nintai says, I voted other hobbies. Sometimes when I feel tired of games, consuming other mediums like movies, music, and books help me by allowing me to take a break from gaming, but open up my perspective 
to appreciate new things in games that I hadn't considered before. It's an interesting take. Yeah. I like it. Thank you everyone for voting or uh, voting on the Discord and submitting your responses. If you're not in the Discord yet and you listen to this podcast, what are you doing? There is a link in the show notes <laughs> to this show. All you got to do is click it and create a Discord account. It takes like less than five minutes. Please do it. We'd love to have you over there. Join in on the fun discussion. I also posted a question on my Rusty Lewis, Ari Lewis 2011 Twitter account. But Ryan, I did something crazy this week. So crazy. I created an Otaku Brothers specific Twitter account because I'm sure a lot of my uh, Twitter followers don't care about my YouTube channel or my podcast or me for that matter. <laughs> but they still <laughs> follow me. <laughs> Just so, throwing it out there. <laughs> so uh, I will be posting all uh, podcast episodes and podcast-related content on that other Twitter account. It is at otaku underscore bros underscore pod. Please give it a follow if you're a listener of the podcast and you have a Twitter. I'll probably still be retweeting the episodes on my other account, but you know. Brian, co-worker, says, I take a break, honestly, waiting patiently for a game coming soon. He's a big Last of Us fan, so he's waiting for two. Josh, Frantic Society of the Frantic Thoughts podcast, he recently put out his 100th podcast episode. Wow. And he records a solo one-person podcast. It's really good stuff. Check it out. Frantic Thoughts, all all podcasting platforms. He says, Minecraft, Yoshi's Island, Mario stuff of any kind, or I find a good YouTube video or movie. Minecraft is a really good one. Sounds like you guys would be friends, Ryan. We could be friends. We are friends. <laughs> we we, th- we telepathically communicate. <laughs> we are one with the universe together. That's right. He also says... I'm we a- both worship Xenu. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the leader of us all. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you do. He said, I'm a big first-person shooter fan too, so I might do some rounds of Call of Duty or even Fortnite. Yeah, I like it occasionally. Don't hate me. There's nothing wrong with Fortnite. Yeah, as long as you don't dance like they dance. Yeah. It's cool. Exactly. Uh, Jenny, old school YouTuber, really good friend of mine. She says, when this happens, I usually go back to classics, a simple 2D platformer like Mario World or Crash Bandicoot for PS1. I also usually ask Tom, her husband, to play something with me like Mario Kart, NBA Jam, or even Halo. Playing with another person really rekindles my desire to play more games solo, which I largely agree with because you and I co-opt a lot of games in the past month and a half or so, and even last night, even though we weren't playing a game together, just the fact that I was sharing my screen, you were watching me play Tomb Raider, uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, actually, it just, you have that added sense of accountability, and I think that's why, you know, Pete has talked about it before on his YouTube channel, whenever he's felt burnt out, his, his, like, he kind of rekindles that game-playing flame, because he streams on Twitch. Yeah. And when you have this audience of people that are talking with you and socializing as you're playing this game, I think it kind of rekindles that gaming spirit. So, um, yeah, I can't imagine doing like, I mean, he changes up the games he's been playing, but like you get the original crew of Minecraft for the, like the last 10 years playing Minecraft, mm-hmm. like the guys from the original, like Minecraft server that are now in like Hermitcraft server, but they've been playing, I mean, some of them have 450 episodes of a solo, like, map. Mm. And it's crazy to, like, how you keep going and you keep 
being enthusiastic about one game. That's crazy. I could never do that. You know what I could also never do and I think would be the worst, even though growing up... Really- Play Minecraft in general? Well, that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But um, growing up, obviously, I would sift through GamePro, Game Informer, Nintendo Power, all these gaming magazines, and just think, how amazing would it be to be in games journalism? And I think to a certain degree, like the the guys over at Kind of Funny love them to death, and I think they're doing some amazing content. So I think if you have some of your best friends together doing very unique content, that's one thing. But to be kind of the RPG guy, and you're always reviewing JRPGs for generic game magazine, whatever it is, and every month you're given a Dragon Quest, a Final Fantasy, a Trails of Cold Steel, a Persona, whatever it is, and you're playing these mammoth 120-hour RPGs every month, like, you you don't have a choice of video game burnout. That's your job. Like, yeah. you have to play those games, and then you have to write reviews about them. Where, like, I feel like if I played only RPGs, then... I'd get to Final Fantasy 15 after playing Final Fantasy 7 Remake and Kingdom Hearts 3 and it would lessen my enjoyment of the game so my review of it wouldn't be the same if I was mixing it up a little bit. Yeah, you'd become like bitter. Yeah. About RPGs. So I don't envy those people at all. That would be so challenging. Well, that's part of the reason because I, I was originally in computer and electrical engineering to go into games mm-hmm. and I was thinking about it and the same reason I left kinesiology was... Um, if you do it, or the way I saw it was if you do it as a career, it lessens your enjoyment of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, my job right now changes so often that I, I'm not doing the same thing ever. Yeah. But like if I'm constantly creating games or coding and then do I really want to go home and play a game when I get home or do I really want to do kinesiology stuff? It, it just... Yeah, I think it would lessen my enjoyment of it as yeah. well. Yeah, it'd be tough. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, my hat goes off to everyone at a games journalism site. I think what I do love about the people, I haven't followed the Easy Allies guys in a while, but even kind of funny as an example, they're going back and playing older games, they're streaming random games, they're doing live streams of video game news as it's happening. It's all real-time, really unique stuff as opposed yeah. to just this constant grind and loop of only playing sports games or only playing RPG shooters, whatever it is. Yeah. That'd be a challenging career. Definitely not for me, but I definitely, um, again, my hat goes off to the people for creating really great content. Month over month, Nolan is back for a Twitter comment. He says, Dude, I totally get it. Current situations notwithstanding, I find board games are good escape. Obviously, that involves being around people, but <laughs> I always love digging into an interactive tabletop game like Betrayal at House, On the Hill, or even Monopoly. The Call of Duty also helps. And I think what's been really neat, too, in recent years is that you're actually able to play a lot of these traditional board games, old-school board games, if you will, virtually. Yeah. Like, you can get Monopoly, Uno... A um, bunch of other random games like that on PS4 and Xbox now. And to play those games online is, is kind of cool because right now, as Nolan said, you can't really get together with a group of people. Yeah, one thing I do want to learn um, would be chess. And you like chess, right? Love it, yeah. You used to play um, all the time. I love the idea of a really nice, high-quality chess set as a like a staple to a room. Because mm-hmm. um, some of those chess sets, I mean, you look at, I mean, not wizard's chess, because they're obviously not, like, beating other pawns with a chair. But, like, 
I love the idea of a nice, high quality, like glass or like, I don't know, ceramic. It would be really set. neat to. Because it can become like $500. Oh, yeah. Very expensive, quick. Really quick. I would love to either. This could go a lot of different ways. I'd like to get a traditional chess piece set that's glass with just the generic pieces. Yeah. Or like if I'm, t- I'm thinking about franchises to have like a nice glass set, Harry Potter would be one very cool yeah. one. Legend of Zelda and Lord of the Rings. I think yeah. those would be really unique like glass $200, $250 chess set would be a nice investment someday. Yeah. Um, that's one of the reasons I'm glad I don't have an Amazon account and I kind of go through you guys oh. because... The amount of money I would have spent over quarantine <laughs> would have been amazing or horrifying yeah, and amazing. Amazing is the word I would use. Um, because that's one of the purchases I was looking at <laughs> yeah. over quarantine. So, yeah, I would love to sit down and learn that. Mm-hmm. I was watching some, I forget the guy. I think he's one of the best in the world, but he's just like wrecking people in chess. Well, the crazy thing, and I've never. I think he's like an English guy. I've never gotten to this level. But really good chess players are thinking like 10 moves ahead. Yeah. I mean, there's some people that play chess that can win in like two moves. I've watched people blindfolded 10 chess boards and beat everyone. Yeah, it's insane. It's a very strategic game and I I enjoy it, but I'm not very competitive Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of playing it. But yeah, I can definitely teach both you and Lauren. It's good times. Yeah, I know there's a lot of like strategies and stuff and I... I just have trouble conceptualizing all the potential moves mm-hmm. and like what's a good route and strategy to take. Yeah. And like how to recover once you get fucked over by like your mistakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just playing it more like anything. Yeah, exactly. Uh, sexy Ben Broland one <laughs> old school participant in the YouTube gaming community, particularly Pete's game room forum. He says, my usual usual remedy is push myself to pick up a game that I previously shelved and started playing again. I have a large backlog, and sometimes just getting back into something is a good way to get your gaming mojo back. And I replied to him, I said, you bastard, encouraging me to go back to the old Hunters DLC and finally defeat Lady Maria on New Game Plus. <laughs> and he replied to me, go forth, good hunter. Yeah. So He's a big Bloodborne supporter. It's Very actually, nice. I think, his favorite game of all time. Yeah, I mean, because you only have one other boss after Lady Maria. Yeah, but the it, final one, and everyone. I mean, Lady that, Maria is so great. Well, doing that on New Game Plus though is <coughs> really challenging. But yeah, maybe someday. Uh, Fem Trooper, also an old school YouTuber, she said, "Sometimes I just don't play anything and binge a TV show, or I play a pickup and play a game like Mario Kart, Mario Party, or a simple platformer." And Comeback Kid says i get burnt out gaming sprees uh what he says i get burnt out from gaming sprees at times and don't play games for days or even weeks at a time during that time i usually binge something else like movies or netflix backlog good stuff good suggestions johnny 2900 says i recommend taking a break from gaming altogether it doesn't need to be long but spending Time doing something else you enjoy, like watching a show, hiking, reading, or some other hobby, helps you clear your mind from another hobby altogether, and you may be that you may mentally be exhausted from. And Gabriella Ragnarok, I don't That's know. A great last name. I don't know if this is um an old school YouTuber or not. The name is very familiar to me. I think she might have been a very big fan of Final Fantasy IX. I could be wrong. Could be a different person. 
She says, when I feel... She could hate Final Fantasy. <laughs> she, she very well could. Uh, when I feel myself getting into a rut, I watch some positive gaming YouTubers and Twitch to reignite the passion. Then we'll either replay a favorite short game, like Crash Bandicoot or Spyro, for example, and that's what normally starts me back up. Good suggestions. I actually think I skipped our closest friend and compadre. Blink. Blinkoom says, Hearthstone and an increased Twitch consumption. I would love to get into like a virtual card game like that. I mean, as long as you don't have to buy card packs and you can earn card packs. I think you can be pretty successful with Hearthstone without investing, from what I've heard. Okay. I could be wrong. But um, that game is always... I mean, as long as it's not like a FIFA and you're trying to spend like 10 grand to get like Leonardo DiCaprio or <laughs> whoever the fucking soccer player is who's like big. I, I don't follow the it's original a, football. It's been a while since I've really followed uh, soccer. <laughs> But yeah, um, <laughs> what is his name? Um, he's like he's a blue card. Fucking, I don't know, Ryan. Ronaldo. Yeah, that's it. That's that's a so- that's a footballer. Yeah, uh, I was close. I don't Ronaldo, know. Ronaldo, Leonardo, same thing, right? Yeah. Uh, Nick Soriano, Nick Knack, as some of you may know him on the Discord, says whenever I get into a gaming rut or get burnt out, I always tend to get really casual titles like cell phone games or puzzle games like luxor or seven wonders it's just great stuff to do while watching a video or listening to things is this ryan's burner account i feel like this is something <laughs> ryan would have posted yeah. get a click account like a fake rpg like tap titans too <laughs> just click your way to it victory. really is like it's so mindless that you're like i'm technically checking the box of playing a video game yeah but like i'm not thinking about it like a normal game and you can just put a t- your tv on and overheat your phone because it you play for too long yeah but you still get like a little rpg experience and like mindlessness like you, that's why i was like so down you didn't know me in my cookie clicker days mm-hmm. but like i was a beast i had so many grandmas making cookies for me <laughs> like, <laughs> like i had like an antimatter cookie machine um, but like it's the games where you have you click up to a certain point and then you restart with a multiplier mm-hmm. and then you get blast through that and do it again um it's so mindless and like it's such a waste of your time and it's so great to like shut off emotionally physically mentally from the world (laughs) (laughs) sounds like yeah no (laughs) don't respond to that i'm I'm good i'm not gonna encourage the type of behavior here but uh yeah for me i remember back in college i uh games that i really enjoy similar to that are like virtual i spy games so you know oh. the I Spy books back in the day? Yeah. There was a DS game called... Scholastic Kids? No, I wish. It was uh, Mystery Case Files, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? But as opposed to like millionaire like a, like in dollars, it was like heir, like heir to the throne. Oh. And it was just going through a bunch of like kind of... From, from what I recall, you're just going through a mansion room to room and you have a series of items that you're looking for. And you're kind of this investigator or whatever okay. random story they, they tell you. And you're just, I mean, realistically, you could just click the screen until you find the items, but it was a really fun game to play late at night to kind of help you go to sleep because mm-hmm. it was stimulating of the mind, but also was very calming in the sense that you kind of were getting tired as you were playing Yeah. because it wasn't super bright. It was very dark environments and you would just look for these items 
in this room until you find them and you click them. That's why you have glasses. And then you, <laughs> I'm like squinting late at night finding items. And then you just move to the next room. Yeah. It was super simple. No, that those are fun games. Definitely relaxing. I've seen a few games like that. I just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That would be a fun one to relax to. But yeah, I think the the greatest piece of advice that many people were kind of saying is don't force it. Like don't, because yeah. that ruins the hobby. And I think for me, I found a nice balance this week by playing... Um, like Madden and Hot Shots Tennis. Are you, are you picking back up into your getting to? I think so. Rhythm? Yeah, because like even like when we were playing Shadow of the Tomb Raider last night. Yeah. After we hopped off, I wanted to keep playing. We can definitely do that this afternoon because if you're not um, I I really like the reboot Tomb Raider games. I think Dean, um, Irish Steeler was his Discord name. He wasn't a big fan of Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Okay. I think he was saying that the the environments were really open Mm -hmm. and it was kind of discouraging or kind of gets away from the linearity the linear nature of tomb raider yeah you're supposed to be going down a kind of a direct path but if you go just off the the path a little bit you find these hidden tombs okay which right now that kind of seems to be the case so i'm wondering if maybe an hour from now when we get there it's just too open which i too would not like i like kind of like an uncharted it's very you have a path you can't get off that path and you're in very specific chapters yeah. in this overarching story in Uncharted, whereas Tomb Raider, even from the original reboot, reboot game, it was open environments, but they were still restricted enough where it didn't feel like a Grand Theft Auto type game okay. or a Horizon, if you will. But uh, but yeah, to, your, to answer your question, I do feel like I'm, I'm warming up to gaming a little bit. I don't feel overwhelmed when I turn on my PS4, like I need to be... Um, Doing something very specific. Chronolink91, getting in in the <laughs> yeah, nick of time. He says, hold on, I got the notification on my phone, and obviously our listeners heard the beautiful Discord noise. He's in the midst of typing. We're making history here, Chronolink. You were getting in on the podcast while we're recording. So he voted, I'm in the other hobby camp. Usually focusing on collecting games, figures, soundtracks, art books, etc., will help spark more interest. But I also have TV ca- to catch up on. Like Lost, Chronolink91. You have to watch Lost so we can start talking about that. I think Ryan's replying to you. <laughs> but um, sometimes just taking time to chill and catch up on Twitch streams can be enough. And I agree, especially when you're watching Mr. Pete Dore. ryan replied made it just in time we are reading on the podcast as you type so good stuff you can't beat that you really can't but i appreciate everyone writing in on the discord voting in the polling question i'm hoping to not do that for every episode but i think every couple it encourages more involvement in the podcast but you can also write into the show at utaku brothers podcast at gmail.com we haven't gotten an email or a audio question in a in a while so chrono if you want to take some melatonin or something like that and then just record yourself spewing nonsense for like 15 minutes again about final fantasy 13 i would love that that would make the podcast better so really anything that makes the podcast better please consider writing in to otaku about this podcast at gmail.com and we close in saying chrono from chrono eventually i'll play again but for the most part, the only thing that works is time and the feeling I have. T- what is he saying here? Eventually I'll play again. But for the most part, the only thing that works 
is time and the feeling I have time after work. (laughs) (laughs) Time is a concept only started at the initial bang of existence. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what's happening right now. Who and what we are, we will only know in time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Ryan, we should probably actually get into the main topic of the show now that we're like an hour and three minutes into this little program here. Sounds good. But uh, Ryan and I figured as we reach the halfway point in the year, we talk about what we kind of want to play the rest of the year. We don't really know what's on the horizon in terms of games releases, I would say beyond July, but that allows us to kind of focus on our backlogs, yeah. the games that we've been meaning to get to, what we haven't. So I have a couple releases here uh, in the summer months that I'm hoping to get to and play, and then... I would say August through the rest of the year is just backlog stuff. Okay. So what do your summer months look like, Ryan? Oh, well, I'm we're still in May, so let's not get too hasty. I'm, Dude, June's like in a week and a half. Yeah, but there's a lot to do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so let's not be hasty. I'm, I'm thinking this week, and I transition over to Neo Two, mm. um, which is a backlog, and then on May 9th, 29th, we have Xenoblade Chronicle coming out. Yes, and that's um. I'm not sure how I feel about that. The more and more I think about it, I'm excited to play it. But I don't know. Maybe it's just because of me getting older or I watch too much Pete Dorn. and he influences me too heavily. He does. He does do that. He, he does, both in buying habits and game playing you habits. You are a door. I would say, yes, I'm a doorknob, actually. But uh, <sighs> the game looks beautiful. It looks like an amazing action RPG with yeah. some very MMO-like combat mechanics. Right up my alley. However, committing to a 100-hour RPG is a lot. And just, I, I shouldn't think like this, but now that I'm an adult and I have adult-like responsibilities, yeah. it's tough for me to think about, like, it, I could put 100 hours in a lot of different games. But weren't you trying to get away from that trophy mentality? Of, I, I have I can put in a lot of other games where I could do collectathons. Well, for it's not necessarily about the trophies. It's just like thinking about where I could be spreading a hundred hours of my time. Yeah, with Lauren or <laughs> Scooby. Yeah, or like, meaningful things or just different games. Yeah, you know? I mean, like, but I, you also have twenty days until The Last of Us Two after that game comes out. I do. And that's. I'm guessing easily 300 hours of your time will be spent playing video games in in that period. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably still get it because it was hyped up to hell when it first came out back in on the Wii in 2009-ish, 2010, whenever that game originally came out. And it was such a big deal to get that game to come over from Europe to the United States. I mean, they called it Operation Rainfall to get that. It's not even a trilogy, but we'll call it a trilogy for the sake of the podcast of games to come over on the Wii. Uh, it was The Last Story, Xenoblade Chronicles, and Pandora's Tower. Okay. These three RPGs. And for it to come on to the Switch now to get kind of a port remake of sorts is kind of a pipe dream of a deal. Like, that's a huge deal. And for the number of people that tout this to be one of the greatest RPGs of that generation, when you look at the Final Fantasy XIII's Lost Odysseys, and whatever other RPGs came out in that time frame, yeah, I feel like I owe it to myself to play this game. I think so. Yeah, yeah, I deserve this, Ryan. <laughs> You've earned this. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I that, didn't... that was a really bad me pulling away from the mic. Yeah, <laughs> just 
Uh, I didn't account for it in yeah. my games I'd like to play in the summer months. So I guess what do you have leading up to June? Um, right now it's probably going to be more of the three games we've mentioned in the podcast already. So Hot Shots Tennis, Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider on PS4, and um, Madden just here and there. Okay. And I might pick so up just comfort games. Yeah, and I might pick up like Mario Kart Eight on the Switch again. Maybe I'll dabble in Animal Crossing. I don't know. I've really burnt myself out on that game, unfortunately. But that's kind of where I'm at with May. Okay. So, um, anything else on your horizon? No, just, I mean, those are two huge games. Yeah. So, I I think that's where I'll fall. I need to do more research on how the mechanics of Xenoblade 1 differ from 2. Yeah, because you were not over the moon about 2. I mean, me not over the moon was still 30 hours of time, but like... If I want to see how different, because I thought it was more customizable mm-hmm. than um, was two very two. button mashy. Yeah, it's like you have initial like you get into combat and you you have an automatic like spin and you're just attacking with like A and then you have little uh, debuffs or buffs. Is it like a hot bar like a MMO? On the kind of, the of it's like more of a circle on the right hand bottom. So. Okay. Okay. Um, but I want to see how different it is. Mm-hmm. Like if you have combos or if it's that type of game. Yeah. Versus I'm going to have an automatic basic attack. And then I can click uh, like Y or X every once in a while when I that respawns mm-hmm. after a cooldown. So. Yeah. We'll see. It was also a lot of like almost collect Pokemon. So like Nino Kuni 1. Mm-hmm. Very similar to that. Um, which, which is different. Which gonna, is over cumbersome after a while. I'm going to go on record and say that, and maybe it's because, I, I don't know, two just catered to my gaming taste so much in yeah. terms of action RPG. I loved the sim building mechanic of it all when you got that kingdom that you got to populate with residents, accrue money over time, invest it into creating new infrastructure. Loved it. Yeah. All of that. And even the strategy RPG elements where you had very, like, almost um, Total War or Empire Earth-like real-time strategy yeah. elements in the game. I thought it was great. Um, I thought they balanced all those different RPG elements very well. It was like three games in one. It really was. And when I played the first game, I just... I put 35 hours into Nino Kuni Wrath of the White Witch graphically stunning story probably better than two gameplay was just not doing it for me yeah i did not like how what you said how cumbersome it was to care for and handle all these different familiars on the battlefield and it just i don't know it felt very i don't even know what the word is not clunky but i mean my issue with those type of games and I think it's, I'm blaming it on Rick, is I want to maximize, like, I mean, that's why I'm in business. It's because I want to maximize my XP, my damage, my efficiency. And, like, that type of game, I'm like, why should I train up this bullshit fire warrior of a, like, Pikachu guy when I can, in a couple levels, get this other better guy and put my resources into him? Well, what really frustrated me with that is when they, quote-unquote, evolve the equivalent of what a Pokemon evolves. Yeah, they go back to like one. They go back to zero. Now, each level up now is exponentially more significant than they were in their previous form. 
but I shouldn't be penalized because if you're in the middle of a dungeon, yeah, and you need to, you need the most powerful of dudes. You level up your guy, and he goes back to zero. Then you're kind of screwed for the final boss. Yeah, no, it definitely you feel underpowered because you do start at that zero point. Yes, yeah, so I'm not. I don't know. Maybe. If if you've played Nino Kuni one and it's just one of your favorite RPGs of all time, which I know there are people out there that this is one of their favorite RPGs, which I pretty much agree with everything except for the combat, because which you're is in this a huge portion. It's yeah, it's ninety percent of the game because yeah. you're in this very fantasy Studio Ghibli like setting, just a beautiful heartfelt little story that caters to all the Studio Ghibli fans. The animation yeah. studio was Studio Ghibli, but I don't know that combat system was just not for me. Yeah, I'd agree. So, so that's why uh, Xenoblade, rep going back uh, from the tangent, was kind of rough, mm-hmm. and it was hard to sink or like contemplate sinking up to two hundred hours into that game when it's that same type of style. So I'm, I want to say like Shulk. I mean, seeing his Smash character where he changes styles of like defensive speed, jump, and that kind of thing. I'm guessing that's coming from the video game. So I'm guessing yeah. <laughs> it's focusing around Shulk and um, leveling up his character and giving him armor and stuff. So we'll see. Um, I we'll see how much ne- or Neo Two scratches that itch of like a looter. Yeah, for me. Cool. Uh, for me, if we're getting into the June July months, yeah. Obviously, the biggest two releases of those two months are Last of Us Part Two, Ghost of Tsushima. Those are going to be day one purchases for me. Yeah. Super over the moon. Ryan and I have talked both games to death. I don't think they need any introduction or explanation. I, I think we've shit on Ghost of Tsushima Shushi, um, a few times. And after the 18 minutes of gameplay, actual gameplay and going through how it works. Um, and I think, did we talk about it last week? Yeah, we talked about it. Okay. Yeah, that- and after seeing that, um, I think that's definitely swayed my opinion of getting it. And I want to like defend ourselves for a second because I know there's some people that are like, I can't, why, how could you ever say that? The games always look gorgeous. I take criticism. Well, yeah, (laughs) I think, I think what really was driving us to say like this game doesn't look so hot was when Pete played this quote unquote demo beta version of the game. I don't even know if that was an actual build of it or if that was just because Pete's done this before where he says, playing the next Elder Scrolls game where he, when he's really just playing a really janky game he found on the PSN store. Okay. So I don't know if he was just playing some janky Ghost of Tsushima looking game and touted that in the description. But when you and I were looking at that, that looked like a, an early build of Oblivion. Yeah. It, it looked like garbage. So that's where that came from. Everything we've seen post that stream, if I you mean, will. I th- maybe Pete made us liars by lying to us. So listen, send your hate <laughs> yeah. mail to Pete Door yeah. at gmail.com. Yeah. He's in the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> I am him. Yeah. PMM, I guess. Um, so yeah, Last of Us Part Two, Ghosts, day one for me. The other two games on my horizon here uh, for those two months are SpongeBob SquarePants, Battle for Bikini Bottom, Rehydrated. Yeah. Looks like a uh, great reimagining of a childhood favorite of mine. Battle for Bikini Bottom, I played it on the PS2 back in the day. It's your basic 3D platformer collectathon. Do we know how long that game was or is? Mm, I mean, it depends if you're going to take the Rusty Lewis approach and collect everything and get the Platinum I'm, Trophy, or if you're just going to 
prance around with uh, Patrick and friends and sing F is for... F is for friends who do stuff together. Yeah. U is for you and me. It depends on your approach. I would say N maybe 10 hours. For no, sir. No, that's... Uh, We're done. Plankton. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it depends on if you're going to collect everything or you're just going to kind of play for the uh, experience. I'd probably collect stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I would say if you do that, maybe 12 to 15 hours. Okay. That's a good... I'm spitballing. I have no idea, though. So, okay. But it's not going to be any... I don't think it's going to be as intense as a ukulele was Okay. in terms of collecting everything. But, And then the other... It's going to be crazy summer because new Super Lucky's Tale... Great game on the Switch, originally on the Xbox One, is now coming to the PlayStation 4. It's about 27 hours. This is a pretty sizable game. Okay, well, there you go. But uh, New Super Lucky's Tale is coming to the PS4. Oh, nice. So I'm going to probably get that again and play through on the PS4. I'll probably just borrow your Switch version. Okay. Um, I mean, that doesn't get me trophies, though. That's why I'm getting on the PS4. <laughs> Jeez, Brian. Fuck. Um, I'm just going to stay back here. Yeah. So, um, I'm sorry, listeners. We really are trying to find a better way. I got a a scolding for yelling at you guys. To contain Ryan's audio levels because they're intense. Yeah. Um, It sucks being Armenian. I'm going to blame it on that. I'm Italian and Irish. Yeah, but you don't laugh. (laughs) You hate life. I do. Yes. Um, Do we know how much that's going to be? Cost wise? Yeah. I think, well, I know SpongeBob is 30, and okay, I think... Okay, I was thinking it was 60. No, and then New Super Lucky's Tale should be 30 as well. Okay, I can I can shell that, because that's basically what it costs to get it for you mm-hmm. as well. For so I'm guessing that Switch or PS4 would be the sa- around the same. Mm-hmm. So, um, But yeah, I mean, I think this is a big deal, though, because typically the summer months is a complete drought, because the biggest thing in the video game industry is E3. Yeah outside of the pandemic we're currently experiencing. So I think it's it's a nice change of pace to have some really huge AAA games. Yeah, I'm almost glad we had this pandemic because it really pushed back all the games that were supposed to be coming out earlier into the summer months. Like, I think we need to thank just... Thank you for your service yeah. in those deaths. Okay, we're not promoting that type <laughs> of just, shit I'm on just, this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. I know. It's, it's a sad topic. Yeah, but... Um, it, it will be interesting to see, though, what because I don't think we've heard a ton of stuff in terms of what companies are going to be doing in announcing stuff. Well, I think originally Elden Ring was supposed to come out during the summer months. If that game comes out this year, I'll buy your copy. Okay. Yeah. Um, currently, it's listed as like December 31st. We've heard nothing. <laughs> I know. Dude, I just want to hear something. Yeah. It's just... <sighs> well, if George R.R. R. Martin is any indication with his book release schedule. Yeah. I would expect that game on PS7 as a launch title. Okay. So. Will you buy it for me then? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, so I guess for the summer months, I have Last of Us 2, um, obviously, and then Ghosts. Um, and then the other summer one I have is the All Rings achievement in Dark Souls 3. So I'm hoping by end of August to have that achievement done nice which is a good long-term goal and then also to l- wrap up the three remaining trophies in bloodborne okay so cool. um it, it doesn't put too much pressure on myself but it also gives me a timeline of hey you should probably try to complete this by then yeah 
I think that's a good accomplishment. That that's a lot of playtime. I I'm, I'm going to explore the hell out of ghosts. Yeah, that and Last of Us Part 2. Yeah. Those will be pretty big time sinks for sure. Yeah. Uh, another game that we really haven't heard anything about, which is surprising to me, I think this would have been a really great 4th of May the 4th release date, is the Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. All the Lego yeah. Star Wars games in one complete package. I'm a huge Lego game fan. It's been a while since I've played one. I feel like this would be an outstanding game for you and I to play co-op online. But we haven't heard anything about the release date for this game. So Yeah, it, that one that would be a really fun one to play together. Yeah. Uh I wonder if they're gonna keep the same cantina. Like the hub place? Yeah, because originally when the I think it was the first six games. That it was like the cantina feel with a and then you had like you can go to each game and play it. Yeah, like well, I mean, it, de- it depends on which Lego release it was because there's been so many, or Lego Star Wars release. The first Lego game ever was the prequel trilogy. Yeah, I think this had multiple. <coughs> I think it had the prequels and then the original. So it was probably the complete saga. Yeah, probably. And this is being touted as the Skywalker saga because it's going to have all nine films. And I don't know if it's going to have the Clone Wars as well. I, I Honestly, I don't know. but um, But that's one I'm really excited about. And I hope, it seems like it's, a good summer release game. Yeah, very but, chill and yeah, but I don't know. Remains to be seen. But uh, as we get into the the fall months and even the winter months, at that point for me, it's all backlog. Are you looking at Cyberpunk in September? September seventeenth. I didn't even account for that. Yeah, no. that was. I mean, that's basically the last month that they actually have like solid dates, and I'm curious to see how that one's going to turn out. I mean, it's Rockstar, right? So, what? Isn't dude, it Rockstar? Do your homework. Come on now. It's CD Projekt Red. S- yeah, CD Projekt Red. Yeah. Same difference, man. No, don't you dare. <laughs> the Witcher, I mean, um, that's an amazing game. I've played a bit of it mm-hmm. when I got it on Switch. Um, and everyone loves those games. And I'm curious to see what they can do with guns and robot people and like the level of customization of your characters. Because I, I, we've seen some of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like riddled in controversy, controversy, for a while. But I think they're they're one of the few game companies that we can actually trust. Yeah, and that, I think that's a good point because there's very few developers where I don't care what type of game it is, what genre they try and tackle. I'm always gonna have faith in them putting out an outstanding game, even if it's not for me. That Naughty Dog. Yeah, that's that. I think those are the only two. Those are probably the biggest two that I would really yeah. say. Um, because even like you look at what well, someone's going to say, what about Nintendo, Rusty? You not you know whatever. But I mean, Nintendo hasn't always been a proven first party developer. They've put on some. They put out some pretty stinky releases. In yeah, the like past. Mario Galaxy or Breath of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or Smash Bros. Ultimate. Mario Kart 8. Yeah. Fuck freaking Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Metroid Prime 4. Yeah. Um, or 5. That's never going to happen. Animal Crossing. They, uh, they're in bed with Satan. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think that game will be good. Um, God, it just makes me wish Bethesda didn't suck ass. I mean... <sighs> We're not even going to go there. Yeah. They had some controversy this week. With like trying to gain admin privileges on people's computer through Doom mm. and like spy or uh, 
like security anti-cheat stuff on a single player game that has cheats so good job bethesda but i think that'll be a fun one to see i mean even if one of us gets it and i'll probably get it um and we can kind of see how that's going to turn out as a game Mm -hmm. uh, i think that's a good one to kind of go into the fall yeah no i think so and then the other ones i guess for me would be i'm curious to see gameplay of assassin's creed valhalla yeah you'd have to get an xbox one to play it and then this year oh god those sellouts <laughs> yeah well no it's gonna be a timed exclusive yeah i'm curious yeah I'm not and curious. honestly i don't know if it's been confirmed that it's a timed exclusive no they just i mean probably the same way that uh the unreal engine 5 came out through ps5 because obviously kind of that'll, show. that'll be on xbox yeah, it'll be on both. yeah i mean that demo could have probably played on both no, they absolutely. just sony paid them to say hey or at our conference please show this mm-hmm. but i'm guessing that's hey this can play on xbox one was kind of their marketing yeah yeah tie ubisoft is going to milk the consumer like they're not going to timed exclusive that's Unless true. they get a shit ton of money from Microsoft. Well, I feel like in the past, I guess, like last generation, the biggest, uh, like, f- not first party release, launch title is like an Assassin's Creed game, sports titles, like a Call of Duty. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll see what happens with that one. Um, and then we'll see where the price points. And I mean, we still have potentially next generation or we do have next generation to consider going into the fall mm-hmm. um if we're going to get those but we're still waiting for details on sony i mean i think that's- june july is going to be huge i yeah. think both sony and microsoft are going to come again they're going to play their trump cards we're going to hear all the details about console prices launch titles the whole nine and it's going to be amazing for for both sides i mean I th- i'm really excited to see what microsoft has to show yeah Really excited to see what uh, Sony has to show for PlayStation 5. And it's just going to make for great podcasting discussion, too. And I-, I want to have to debate with Lauren whether or not we're getting one of the consoles at launch. Yeah. Like, that'd be awesome, you know? But right now, I obviously am not saving for No, I'm console. excited for both groups of people who like both. Um, I think it'll be interesting. It's always fun going into a new console generation to shit on the other guy and well, just like the, the, and also like the i think the competition drives i mean like anything it drives better hardware software games between the two and then you have the pc people mm-hmm. who are always going to reign superior with their two grand or three grand computers mm-hmm. um i'm excited um pipe dreams elden ring comes out this year I don't know. I would have to. I'd be so excited for that one, and then I'll probably end up playing Spider-Man DLC. You need to. which I haven't. There's three DLCs, mm-hmm. um, and probably try to eventually platinum that one because I was I was collecting everything. It was mainly just the hideouts that I still had to go because some of those are really rough. They with- are, and I'll tell you right now, some of that DLC is going to kick your ass. Yeah, it's. So hard. I mean, like, there were times where Lauren was like, Rusty, you should probably put down the controller. Like, it was maddening. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, those, the more, the more high-tech enemies, I don't know what their gang is called, but those guys are so frustrating. Well, basically every base in the DLC is that. 
that is going to be questionable. Some of them are fun. timed. And you have that, to. I don't like the T word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't. That's a swear in my apartment. Yeah. Um. Oh gosh. But yeah, no. I think Spider-Man DLC is a great choice. Yeah, I think that'll be a good one. I I started typing in. I got through Lord of the, Lord of the Rings, uh, Shadow of Mordor, Shadow. Good of... God, Ryan! Please, my gosh. <laughs> I know. I yeah. I, I was literally considering buying that game on the PS3 so I could play it again. And still get trophies for it. (laughs) (laughs) I I think the appearance of like your addiction to trophies has like you're like, dude, I'm trying to work on this. Like (laughs) I'm I'm burnt out. And like if I do this a hundred hour game, I only get like half the trophies or one third of the trophies. And it's just become more and more apparent how like down this addiction you are. Somebody help me. Uh, yeah i can't be stopped you're like charlie from lost cracking open like ceramic virgin mary dolls to get trophies (laughs) inside that's a very extreme comparison no it's your heroin okay yeah (laughs) so that's kind of what i have for the rest of my year um we'll see the last one was doom eternal okay well you gotta play the doom from 2016 first yeah yeah, just one of the Doom games. Um, I, I was always shunned off from those games by because when I wanted to play them, they were like sh- school shootings are because of Doom and like I'm like where are there like giant demons from like another realm in schools? But like that was what I was taught. I was going to become a violent kid, and I don't think I'm that violent of a kid mm-hmm. or a kid anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no i i i think that would be a fun one it's getting great reviews mm-hmm. um and i mean some of it's absurd like i saw a person in like a unicorn um like suit running through the game like nice. pink armor which would be fun like killing enemies but i don't know if you can co-op that game i don't think so i think it's, it's a, just single player yeah solo experience okay looks uh, fun yeah for me in the fall months i have uh Death Stranding. Okay. That game just... I want to watch you. Yeah. Sleep. And play <laughs> Death Stranding. Okay. We can make both of those things yeah. happen, Ryan. Nice. Um, yeah, it just... I need to understand what that game's about. Because it's... From those that have played it, they say it's so much more than just a walking simulator. Oh, yeah. It's, it's crazy. And I think we need more game experiences like that. Yeah, You know, because we don't have enough of just like, you see the trailer and you have no idea what you're getting into. You see a trailer for Uncharted, you see a trailer for Halo, you see a trailer for Horizon, like, you kind of know what you're getting with that experience. Uh, A Dark Souls game, like, yeah, there's some nuance to it, but largely if you've played one, you've kind of played them all to a certain extent. I know I'm kind of splitting hairs here. I think that's fair. But when you look at Death Stranding, you're like, there's no other game out there like that. The Like, I'm not spoiling anything. I think it's in the commercials. But, like, the opening cinematic is being chased by acid rain that ages you. And you're like, the hell is happening? Yeah. And they're like, I'm trying to figure out, like, I'm trying to remember what are in those trailers. But you see, like, these floating people... And, like, you're just constantly, like, you're running around with packages. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
and but these terrains are just beautiful. Oh yeah, and then you're trying to constantly keep balance, and I mean that sounds boring as hell, but like it's terrifying. It's like partially a horror game, and like the characters from what I've watched of it, it I think watching your reaction would be a lot of fun. Yeah, no, I agree, and I think because uh, I don't want that game spoiled for me, like what's actually happened or mm-hmm. is happening or going to happen. But I, from what I've seen of it, it it's an interesting plot. And I think after playing it for me, my childhood dreams of Hideo Kojima and Tetsuya Nomura coming together to develop Kingdom Hearts Four, I think would just be a masterpiece. Sora would just have this infant child randomly. He'd have to protect the Keyblade Realm of Moons with Roxas and... His wife. Semnus. Okay, well, okay. He he went a different way. He has a husband now. Okay, well, Shion, or Zion, as you called her in our Kingdom Hearts episode. No, uh, what's his... Yeah, I did. (laughs) Uh, No, I think it'd be redonkulous if Hideo Kojima was in the development room of Kingdom Hearts with Tetsuya Nomura because I don't know what's going on in those games to begin with, but I think it'd be pretty neat to see. I mean, like, the end of Kingdom Hearts, you have, like, the original people in unicorn outfits, like, and the cloaked one or whatever bullshit. Imagine putting, like, acid rain that, like, Sora, he stands out in the rain because he wants to get wet, and then, like... Uh, suddenly he's just like 30 and he's a dilf and like could be cool it's worth yeah it's worth, <laughs> yeah. It's worth pitching to I square enix after watching pt i think that's the route he would uh want to go down probably um i would love that game too but anyways i think death stranding is definitely a game i want to play in the fall and i also want to return to final fantasy 7 remake okay nice. i the more and more i think about it i I don't see myself playing through the original game before playing Remake, just because we're not going to have the complete package of Remake for another decade, probably. I mean, I mean, you could probably just play the original game first, up until that point. It's not too long. It's like seven hours in the original game to at least get the original feel and then juxtapose that to the more expanded, higher graphics new one. Okay. Yeah, maybe we'll, maybe we'll do that. I don't know. I but- mean, we could do it together. Just like share play it with me. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Death Stranding, Final Fantasy VII Remake, and then I kind of have two indie games that have been in my backlog for a while okay. that I want to try. Um, Abzu, which is, takes completely takes place completely underwater. It's kind of a underwater swimming adventure game. Okay. And Journey, which yeah, some people say that's the greatest game of all time. I want to find out why. That's kind of the August, September months, and then when we get into October, November... I'm going to kind of pull a Pete door and I really want to focus on horror games. Okay. So Silent Hill 2 HD, I have the Silent Hill HD collection. I'd really like to finally play one of the most infamous horror games that so many horror games after the fact drew inspiration from. I want to find out why that game is so good. Like why it's just touted as being one of the greatest horror games of all time. Do you know what the gameplay is like? Is it similar to like an Amnesia or a Resident Evil or... I would say third person, more old school Resident Evil without the clunky movement mechanics. Oh, cool. Can you spin both joysticks opposed to like locked in place? Yeah, from what I remember. Okay. But, um... So yeah, that. uh, Alien Isolation. That looks terrifying. That looks awesome. And then Resident Evil 3 remake. Okay. Kind of those three horror games. We should also try to get through one again. 
Yeah. That was frustrating. That was very frustrating. But Is there unlimited saves in 3? Yeah, because there was unlimited saves in 2 Remake. I think there probably would be in 3. Okay. But Cool. I like that. But that's kind of all I have right now in terms of games I want to play. Um, I'm sure that's going to drastically change month to month because games are going to come out that we didn't anticipate and then obviously our our tastes are going to change in terms of what we want to actually play. Yeah, I was going to say Minecraft was originally going to be on this until I realized it was a three-hour campaign with paid DLC for like skins. The Dungeons game you're talking about? Yeah, the Dungeons game. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like nine levels that take 15 minutes each. So that was going to be like my Diablo, like go into that Minecraft and then Diablo, but it's I'm not going to get that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like putting a, a skin on a crappy Diablo. Yeah. I mean, it did look appealing when we originally saw the trailers, but if it's not for us, then I'm not going to pay whatever they're asking for, which I assume to be 20, 30 bucks. Yeah. So, Ryan, that's really all I have. Yeah. What about you? It's about all I have. Um, It'll be an interesting year. I'm hoping most of these games on our list have high quality. Um, I'm I'm curious on the uproar in Last of Us 2, leaks that I have not listened to or looked at. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping I can stay off the internet long enough to not hear about them until I've beaten the game. And I'm on Twitter every day, and I haven't run into anything. Okay. Um, so I, I have they're no, trying to sue. Yeah, I have no concerns about that. I think what my biggest... Not even frustration, just curiosity right now is in terms of the rest of the year. It's no secret that Ryan and I don't think mentioned like a single Nintendo Switch game in this list. I'm just really curious what they're doing for the summer months, but even the fall. Nintendo's typically really good about having a Nintendo Direct in February and saying, hey, here's everything coming out in March, April, May. Yeah, They'll probably have a similar conference here in June to say, hey, here's everything coming out in june july august that's just typically how they've operated in the past few years but we yeah we don't know i mean obviously the metroid prime 4's breath of the wild part 2's of the world i don't think we're getting breath of the wild part 2 until maybe march of next year and my guess is metroid prime 4 is probably a fall 2021 release yeah it'll be interesting to see how that i mean there's diehard fans but that's the beginning of the new life cycle of the new generation of like PS4 mm-hmm. or PS5 and I and feel like, like Xbox One I don't I mean all that I can think of is more Animal Crossing I mean stuff that's been data mined new stores and things and then you have ARMS coming to Ultimate but besides that I, don't, I can't really think of anything the po- Pokemon DLC as well but I'm not getting that I'm not either I have no desire to go back to that game anytime soon uh, but yeah like what I was posting in the Discord about it is I don't think the new Paper Mario game is going to do it for many people. I know people were like losing their minds because there's been such a drought of Nintendo news. But looking at that trailer, I mean, the writing looks great, graphically amazing, but the combat system still looks so weird. Yeah. Very puzzly, like a little weird spin wheel type thing. I I don't know. I haven't played Paper Mario games, so I can't speak to it. But that didn't look like a traditional back to the roots of what made part paper mario so Isn't special that what they're touting too it was back to the roots no, i don't think necessarily i think a lot of people were just so hungry for new nintendo news and especially the paper mario series to return to what it once was yeah that they were they were willing to eat up anything at that point but on the outside looking in not a fan of the series it didn't look like it was doing anything for me beyond brilliant humorous writing 
great graphics, and that's about it. Yeah. Because the, the combat system, which is integral to that experience, looked a little off to me. Okay. Um, but if that's their biggest, probably summer selling point, you look into the fall, winter months, and uh, I don't know. I don't want to lose hope because Nintendo always pulls out the big guns at the most random of times. No one suspected Paper Mario to come out. We still haven't had the rumor fulfilled or confirmed by them in terms of all of these Mario remakes coming to Switch consoles. Yeah. Honestly, if they throw a Mario um, Sunshine, Super Mario 64, and Mario Galaxy like trilogy HD release at us, or Super Mario 3D World from the Wii U days, like honestly, I don't need anything else from them in the fall. Just yeah. say, hey... Breath of the Wild Part 2 is coming in the spring of next year. And Metroid Prime 4, here's a little trailer to satiate your uh, Samus needs. That's coming next fall. Like, I, I don't think Nintendo fans need No, I think that else. would be a win. Yeah. And Nintendo doesn't have to do much to uh, satisfy its thirsty followers. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. Yeah. But yeah, I think, I mean, Sunshine. If you pump that up to Odyssey standards and give it to me any way you like <laughs> I, I would definitely buy that collection or just that game in by itself yeah yeah good stuff well let us know in the discord what you're looking forward to in the uh the near term the summer months what you're planning on playing or even what you're playing right now you visiting the backlog or are you playing a new release we would love to hear from you we'd also love for you to ask us a question at otaku brothers podcast at gmail.com again We'd love for you to write in or send in an audio question, anything that makes the show better. We'd love to read it or hear it on the podcast. Yeah. And we also have a new Twitter account. Again, it's at otaku underscore bros underscore pod. Give that a follow if you have a Twitter account. Otherwise, our podcast is still coming to all your favorite podcasting feeds week to week. And Ryan will be back next week with me, of course. I'm sorry if you're not a fan of myself. But I'll be there too. R.E. Lewis and Ryan. That's right. Um, We'll be back next week for a really fun episode about conspiracy theories. I think you'll really enjoy it. It'll be a different format than what we typically do, but we're going to still try to make it as conversational as possible. Yeah, I'm still trying to work out how I do the whole thing, but I have a three-day weekend to figure that out. You do. You do. It'll be a good one. mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to the podcast. And thanks for all the new people following the Discord. If you're not already in there, again, the link is in the show notes below. Lots of really fun discussions going on there. Ryan, do you have any closing or parting words for our listeners this week? Um, as things open up again, just stay safe. Um, if you have an idea or other games that you think would be good for us to play moving into the rest of the year, because we're still i mean this is, these are very liquid lists so i mean give us your thoughts and we will uh, be back next week absolutely all right guys take it easy we'll see you next week bye